0: Hello and welcome back to Where Are All My Friends. See what I did there? This week's episode is with Keith Canvas, who is an artist that I was introduced to from another artist slash producer that has already been on the show, who was regular Marcus or Reckless. And that was episode 52. So ever since then, Keith has been on my radar and I've just followed him, kind of seen what he's done with his artist project, but hadn't really been able to chop it up with him and hear his story. So this week it finally happened. And this is kind of one of those good old-fashioned Where Are All My Friends episodes. It's me learning an artist come up story from somebody that I've been a fan of that I didn't really know all that well. And if you know the podcast and if you know me, you know that's one of my favorite episodes. And it's exactly that, he has a lot of really cool inspirations a lot of really cool influences and a really cool vision for his project so all in it made for a great episode i'm gonna make this intro super short and get right into it enjoy where are all my friends we're doing the damn thing and it's about time because we've been talking about this one for like three months now maybe longer
1: i want to say a little bit longer it's been a minute
0: Because the mutual homie that you do not see in the camera, though Marcus yeah. or reckless, yeah, reckless, reckless, is here with us, and he did the podcast probably like a year ago. We did it when I think you were, I think you were still in Portland.
1: It was pandemic time. Yeah, yeah, because like, it, it wasn't you? in person. No, nah, yeah. bro. Like I think it was in Portland. Did it, like we like separate like from in the car or some, mm-hmm. something.
0: But that's kind of when I really understood who you were, what? because I had found him through his production and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, this is sick. And then he's talking to me about everything he's doing and he keeps bringing you up. And he's like, yo, like the homie Keith. Yeah. So I was like, all right, all right. And then I listen and I start to see it more and more. And then I start to see that you have all these mutual homies. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So it was bound to happen. I'm stoked we're doing it. And then literally right before we started recording, this motherfucker starts singing a Wonder Years song. And I'm like, okay, wait. So I am so curious to hear just like all of your roots in music, how you got to where you're at, what your inspirations were. Like, I'm legit stoked on this one, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So thank you for being here. I guess for a listener who doesn't know who you are, like quickly just introduce yourself. Yeah, my
1: name is Keith Canvas. I'm from Portland, Oregon. I live out here in L.A. now. I make pop punk music with my friends, you know. We're just doing it.
0: That says it. That says (laughs) it. Okay, so... Take me back, though, because, again, I'm so curious. Like, I feel like you've done – your project has evolved in so many cool ways. And, you've yeah. had and en- like, you've had influences from all over the musical spectrum. Right. And I love that you fuck with pop punk so heavy. So, yeah. take me back to, like, finding music. Like, where did it start?
1: <clears throat> so, like, early before I even made music?
0: Yeah. Like, tell me about, like, young you, like, getting right. into it, finding so, it.
1: Yeah, young me was, like uh, – I was, like, an athlete – like okay. I thought I was gonna like be playing sports my whole life type stuff. I always had an ear for music and always loved music and just loved the idea of entertaining people and just being that type of person. Um, when I was younger, I actually was listening to like stuff like Michael Jackson, Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston, like Princes, all that stuff. Cause my dad and mom were pretty old. yeah. So like they were just they would play all of the Motown records and just a lot of old stuff like that. Yeah. So that's where I got the idea of music it was really early then. And then actually coming up though, like in high school, I didn't have like this deep idea on music really. Like I didn't until I met Reckless, honestly. Then I started Whoa. really diving in on music, probably like my senior year of high school.
0: Oh, damn! So like up until then, you were just like sports kid.
1: Yeah, and I'd listen to like like Roscoe Dash and shit.
0: Okay, <laughs> like, so
1: like and like T Pain and stuff. Yeah, like, that. like
0: just like what well, everyone's on the radio. Like, yeah, like not, Chris
1: Brown was like my favorite artist. Like
0: yeah, like not doing like the deep dives.
1: Yeah, not really.
0: So okay, but that actually makes sense because you're from Beaverton, Oregon, right?
1: Yeah, like I was born in Long Beach, California. Oh, you were! But I was raised in Beaverton. Like I'm a Got I'm it. a I'm an Oregon boy for okay. sure. Okay, yeah.
0: Because to my understanding, because I have some other friends now that are from that area. Yeah. And by proximity of Nike and everything going yeah. on, it's a very sports-oriented city. Like yeah, it, uh, you tell me. But from what I understand, it seems like sports are a bigger deal there than other cities. Just yes. by proximity
1: 100 percent. i mean whether you're in the city or you're in the burbs like sports are really taken seriously like especially the the league that me and reckless schools are because he went to westview and i went to aloha but they're in like the same class level so like you're like there's like one through 6a mm-hmm. and if you're in 6a then you're like the highest level you have the most students at your school so we were in 6a being in beaverton so it's like yeah they take sports really serious like scouts and everyone like i don't know they, everyone just takes it so serious like yeah and, like doing anything different Otherwise, it's not usually accepted as easily.
0: Right. Well, I mean, if you have scouts and stuff, too, it's like of all places to have a chance or a real chance, it seems like there is a better bet. Yeah,
1: they're pretty dead ass for sure.
0: What was your sport? What were you playing? I played basketball and football.
1: Okay. But it was mainly basketball. But yeah. I was just over it, man. Like, I don't know. I was really over it. Yeah.
0: So then it's not until like high school, you meet Reckless and you start <laughs> like, was that like that friendship just started to change it all?
1: Yeah. Literally, to be honest, like, I met him. Our guy at a church. <laughs>
0: like, like he He's to- over here just <laughs> listening, just like melting, like "Ooh, tell me more." <laughs> yeah.
1: No, really though. Like, yeah, I met him, and like that's when I was like, I. But the thing is, before I met him, I was low key already like writing like lyrics and stuff, and like I would write like books. To be honest, I always loved writing. Okay. So I was into it, but like meeting him was just like fucking like the golden ticket you know yeah it was yeah, like because yeah. like he already just knew that that's what he wanted to do since he was so so young yeah like i got that missing piece i got to see like someone be dead ass about music like before anyone was like just making songs just like their own soundcloud and stuff like he was already serious about it
0: this is extra cool to me because now we have the podcast with his story so you can go back <laughs> listen to that and hear just how in it he was and sure. then you're like oh yeah cool this makes sense for sure so you guys meet you're already writing a little bit yeah and then like what was like what's you guys becoming friends like what's the conversation or like how do you start hanging out uh, or how's, the, how's it so, how's
1: it so it literally goes like this <laughs> just to make a long story short i uh i got in trouble at school and so i didn't want to go home and see my parents so there was like church night or whatever yeah and he was going to it at the time so i just pulled up to the church just so I could stay out of trouble with my parents. And I saw him and I knew about him already because my parents were already telling me to go go meet him. And like, there's a new guy at church, whatever. Oh, I cool. just wasn't trying to go, you know? Yeah. I pulled up and I just went right, sat next to him. And then we pretty much just like, since then, like we're linked. Damn. Like since then, that was like sophomore year of high school.
0: I love that.
1: And then it really started though, is like he was just making beats and, and stuff. And um, I was just sending his beats out to people. That's it, like just to try to ramp his views and stuff. And, shit like that I wasn't even really making music so for like the first two and a half years of knowing him two years like I was just helping him
0: whoa like,
1: get his like beats out there and I was just playing sports you
0: know okay okay yeah. so then like what's the turning point where you're like what if I what if I do something
1: bro actually he at Westview High School there's this big ass talent show and the whole school like 2,000 kids the whole school like sits there and watches the talent show and I guess everyone at the school was telling him to like sing or something so then he was like bro i can't do this like alone and i was like "Fuck, oh, i guess i'll do it with you and he wrote me a verse and within 24 hours we learned it <laughs> like recorded it and then went to the talent show the next morning performing from the school oh my god and it was it was hella ass but, <laughs> but, but
0: it, <laughs> i think he told didn't you say that story on your episode too damn <laughs>
1: but it but it was what made it like that was what did it for us you're we like we can do this yes like,
0: Damn, and then it was like that kind of era was a lot of discovery on SoundCloud and like still same social media era, but a little bit different, right? SoundCloud like, was lit. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I miss those SoundCloud days. I'm I'm still on SoundCloud, like just looking for artists all the time. Like that's like my favorite way to find artists is SoundCloud. But like back then, that was like it. Yeah, you yeah. know, Spotify is really the king now. But
0: yeah, well, exactly. Like it felt like. There was this magical era of SoundCloud where there was so much music discovery and also community. Like it seemed like you could find an artist you liked, send them a message and like work on a track together. Or just like it seemed like people were making real friendships off of just liking each other's music. I
1: agree. That's a very good way to put it. Like it definitely was a lot of like friendships that we even made with people based off of strictly SoundCloud. That's much harder nowadays, I feel like.
0: Yeah. But that's true.
1: Also with SoundCloud, I thought it was cool that like if your song started to do well, like the people had the choice to blow it up, like with by reposting it, yeah. liking it. You know, now nowadays Spotify is a little more like you got to know and get on the playlists and shit. You know,
0: I never thought of that. Yeah, I really never thought of that. Like, yeah, you can like post on IG stories like a song on Spotify. But you're right. Like, like the people had the power to, to blow like, it up it just it off and, of yeah. reposts.
1: Yeah. Like, so if you knew like goddamn 500 people that would repost your song immediately, that's already going to put it out to so many different other listeners and but like nowadays with Spotify, it's like you really gotta get on these specific playlists and stuff.
0: You just said such a simple comment, like it really was yeah, that. That's why I've, I liked it. Somehow I've never thought of it as simply as that. And that is magic. Yeah. It, it was, was like a different, it was like the Twitter of music. It was such a
1: different right. Like retweet a song to like your whole audience. Like it's such a different time. I miss it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you start making music together and then was it because I, I don't i don't remember this in his story like yeah were you trying to do it as a project together or were you
1: yeah low-key like when we first started like it was like reckless and keith canvas like mm-hmm. as a, a collective but realistically like if we would have kept going that way i think we would have just held each other back like you know so like he was just, he was progressing at such a faster rate than me like just he'd been doing it longer and he just was progressing, you know, that's how it goes. You know, everyone has to put in the time to get to certain places and certain levels. So, he like ended up meeting someone else. A Bigger opportunities came for him. And um, We just didn't see each other for as much of the time. And during that time period, I really took the time to develop myself uh, as an artist and stuff. And I started getting better and stuff. So I just think it was good that we didn't try to do the whole like group thing. I think it would have just kind of held us back in a sense because he would have had to like take up for a lot that I was lacking for. Yeah. But now like I'm not lacking those areas anymore.
0: Well, it's cool too that like you guys are just actual friends where it wasn't right. like weird bad blood. It was like, yeah. all right, cool. You go do this. I'm gonna go do this. And like you're still, here you are. Yeah, homies, like the music couldn't, couldn't ruin it. Like, yeah. yeah, ruin the relationship. But then I'm curious because you went from being sports, listen to radio music kid yeah. to like, here you are singing Wonder Years songs and yeah. like knowing all sorts of different music. Yeah. So like, where did your, where did that deep dive happen? Like, where did you start discovering music on your own? And like, what were you finding?
1: Hmm, I think on my own, like the deep dive, it really started when I was like, probably like, Maybe probably like three, four years ago, but like now, s- towards the music that I'm into now is sh- like shit that I feel like the people around me have always played, but I never just di- doped into it myself. So like lately, I've just been diving and listening to like the Wonder Years. Like when I find like a band that I like, I probably just over abuse listening to them like over and over and over again, same songs, all types of shit. Yeah, but I love them. I love Falling in Reverse. Oh shit! I love like a bunch of different bands. My all time favorite band growing up though was in 1975
0: damn dude Believe you're me. everywhere with the, this yeah the
1: 1925 though like maddie like go you know yeah. yeah i would love to work with maddie that'd be crazy
0: that's so sick so then like did you ever go to like warp doors and shit
1: not at all bro that's what's sad and sickening about this oh no, no. i never got a chance to experience warp tour
0: just because at that time you just it wasn't on your radar
1: no it wasn't
0: when was the last warp tour would have been 2018 i think 2018 was the last full warp tour yeah. and then i think they did like the final like finale dates in 2019
1: yeah damn i missed it for no reason then <laughs> I, was gonna, I, was thinking, I was thinking like an excuse but then i had no reason to miss that that's sad
0: well it's, it's so interesting to me because now there's this whole new generation of people that are making you know call it pop punk call it whatever yeah. but it's it's a very different breed of it yeah i'm so here for that because any type of alternative music if you're to say it as a blanket like it's like it's not what's on the radio it's what people are just making organically of course and i personally feel having been warped to our kid and having experienced that i think it got really stale for a minute and i think that it wasn't the cool thing to like and it wasn't like there wasn't creativity people weren't breaking rules it didn't feel like I don't know, it was just boring.
1: Yeah, it definitely um circulated back around. Right. For so sure. now,
0: like seeing a new wave, like I think it's so cool and inspiring to talk to you and be like, Yeah, I missed Warp Tour. Like, I don't know how I did, but I did. Yeah. But like I see this whole new generation of people paying attention to the genre and trying new things and also mixing basically laptop production with it. Because a lot of that yeah. was you had to go to a studio, you 100%. had to record live drums, yeah. you had to track everything. And now this new interpretation in this new wave you can you know you can produce pretty much your whole song on a computer right like yeah cool it's better if you have live drums and whatnot but like it's not a necessity yeah
1: no you really don't need it
0: so it lets more and more people explore the space and do more with it i think that's fucking sick
1: yeah there's like a lot of people that are like mad about it and there's a lot of people that I, are yeah, happy about it I yeah don't know, it's a weird thing but
0: i also think it's cool like someone like yourself like your early days feel much more like hip-hop influence. and you were kind of like more on like the rapping side of things yeah 100 percent. i think that's sick like i think that genres are breaking more and more and the fact that you can just like to me i view it as like how is this artist going to express themselves in what, in this time frame, what speaks to them the most and what do yeah. they think will speak to whoever they want to speak to the most?
1: Yeah, for a long time, a long period of time, I was making music that was doing well and like, you know, helping me get noticed and stuff, but it just never really felt like I wouldn't just like, like, even turn that song on, but like it was a song that was like my biggest song or doing so well for me. And I wouldn't even want to like listen to that. Like it wasn't even what I was listening to. I, I'm happy. I'm really, really happy with where I'm at and with my music and the, what I'm making lately because that's things I want to hear, things I love hearing. I'm finally able to make that type of music. Yeah. It feels good. So yeah, that's I don't really true. care like what anyone would say about it. You know, I know like I'm staying true and it feels right. So
0: Yeah. When I put myself in the shoes of an artist, I think about Take 1975 as a perfect example. Yeah, they rebranded a couple times before they were the 1975. Yeah, they right? had like
1: multiple different names. So. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And finally, they got it right, and it all came together. And now all of us know 1975, and it's sick.
1: They even had songs like that they just recycled and reused, like they were on the other old albums and stuff. Yeah, that people didn't really even get hip to till like 2015, 2014. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. So like with that, with you, like, do you, is that ever a, a a thought that you have? Is like cool there's been so much of an evolution of my artist project like yeah. how am i going to brand it or like how do you is that something that you think about or do you think that that's not even an issue
1: like um what do you mean like well like
0: you've been keith canvas yeah. through all of it right? yeah
1: correct mm-hmm.
0: and it seems like you've pretty much been the same person and to yeah. me like i think that's dope like maybe your music changes a bit but like pretty much the look and feel of who you are yeah seems like you yeah facts. um but like, I wonder, like, it's just something that I think about. Like, we like
1: change a lot? Yeah. Like, do yeah, you ever bro. think
0: about like, do I do the artist name change? Or like, have you thought of those thoughts? Or, yeah. Like, what's your stance on that? I'm bro, genuinely curious.
1: I feel like, especially as an artist, and I, I know people that are creative in general can feel me. It's like, you're always like wanting more or thinking of something or like, I don't know. I'm really weird. Like, i wake up. My moods are just so different every single day. So like, of course, I wake up some days and I would be like, oh, I want to like cut my hair and do it this way. Or do this or do that. And then I have to like take the time and think like, do I really want to do this? Yes. Like so I think that I'm pretty happy with like Keith Canvas and I'm at and stuff. But definitely do I have those days where I think about changing it at all? Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah. For like, of course. Like yeah. I've thought of like I've I think I've even tried to come up with other names and stuff, but like all my friends are like, no, like you can't you're not changing your names.
0: I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer, but it's just something that I like talking about because I, I think that it's more so knowing who you are and owning that yeah. than it is the name or the brand or the look yeah but i do think that defining who you are and owning that is extremely important in any artist project Period. and that's something yeah. that i noticed about you that's like i, I felt I like you that. did have that lockdown. Yeah. yeah for
1: sure like the image and stuff like yeah, yeah I've, i definitely have always like felt like I've, I've done well like staying true to myself that's one thing that you can't say whether the music's changed or not like my nothing about me has really changed yeah
0: That I think that's really cool. Like, that to me is something that I respect so much. Where an artist can evolve and try new things, but it really does seem like I can look at you from however long ago music videos and I can talk to you right now. Yeah, still feels like the same person. You're just doing all sorts of different music that inspires you. I think it's cool.
1: I appreciate that. It means a lot.
0: So, you sent me before we started recording this, you sent me a couple demos, a couple couple songs you've been working on, some stuff that's been unreleased. What, like, where's your head been with writing lately? And like, what are you trying to do? Have you been focusing more on singles? Are you gonna do an EP? Like, where, what's the focus? What are we looking at? So the goal,
1: and like my whole team knows, like the goal, thing we've always talked about is like me dropping more music. Yeah, Cause I've just been big, like single video guy, then like go do like a fashion show and do all these other things. But but like I really want to focus more on just the music. I've done a lot of things where like to kind of grow as I guess like my image or whatever. I've done like I'll drop a single on a video and then I'll go and do other things, you know, just like keep the buzz going or whatever. You said
0: fashion show and that piqued my interest so hard. Is this part of your story that I don't know?
1: Like modeling and stuff? Yeah. Hell yeah. What? Yeah. Like that's probably how I was getting like more notice and stuff before people would even listen to my music. What the fuck? They would like want to shoot pictures. Yeah. What? Yeah, bro. Especially in Portland coming up in Portland like I was getting a lot of my looks from, like, shooting with, like, the bigger photographers and just, like, modeling clothes and stuff like that before people even really wanted to take the music seriously.
0: They, no, shit. They just
1: used me as, like a, like, a scene kid type vibe for sure.
0: Whoa. Yeah,
1: which I was cool with. I was, like, cool with working through it until, like, my music was good enough to, like, shine, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it
1: was definitely more so that.
0: Damn, that's cool. That's a whole part of you I had no idea. Yeah. Did yeah, you but, ever, for a minute, think that you'd go full modeling, or was it always just like, "Oh, sweet, this is cool. People want to shoot with me," but like, I'm gonna do my thing.
1: I was way more serious about it like a couple years ago than I am now. Like now, I'm really mainly focused on music. I think I have way more confidence in music now. Yeah. Back then, it was. It's always been fun, and I like doing rare things. Shout out to Section Eight. I just did a shoot with them. They're amazing. I don't know oh, if so you'll still do
0: stuff? Yeah, yeah for cool. sure.
1: Just like if if it makes sense, if it's cool.
0: That's cool. That's like. That's a side of it that I, again, love is I think that artists, I just think it's all evolving. I think it's all changing. And I think it's so cool that you can be a solo artist, make the music you want, try different things and then have these other things where you are into fashion and modeling and all these things come together. Like it, it feels like it's it's. More dimensional than it once was. Yeah, and there, there's like less yeah. rules. People understand artists doing more now.
1: You have to be able to do like all of those things nowadays. You know, like it's really about like how can you stand out in a like a generation of everyone has a voice. Yeah, everyone could be this person or be that person. You know, through the internet. Yeah. So I just think that it's always been good to do as much as you can. Yeah. Like do the you know bring
0: a Okay. So wait though. So we were talking about the music and the direction that it's been going. Yeah. So
1: oh yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. wait so yeah i'm just just really really happy about the music what have i been focusing on like lyrics wise so there's a long period of time that i was going through like a breakup or after breakup whatever you know like just like all the same stuff that everyone like goes through yeah but it was like really hard on me. like I've dealt with it for like I swear like two years. yeah I would laugh now. I don't know why, but it's just <laughs> funny, but that's like all I could ever write about was that situation.
0: It's timeless. Yeah. Who's not upset about a breakup? yeah, or like it's- love and stuff? <laughs> yeah, but
1: I'm to a point now where like I think like writing songs, I want to get to a more happier place when it comes to um like my lyrics and even the sound that I'm using and stuff. yeah, we've already always used kind of like a happier sound, but I, like I was just like really, really like really, really sick over like the last person i was with so i'm definitely over that and i'm in this place now where the things i'm writing about are more current like say i go through something yesterday i'm able to talk about it today in a song and for the while i wasn't able to really do that for some reason yeah i was just like more stuck on other things but nowadays i'm able to like really make songs based on how i'm feeling
0: that's cool too that like you're in a setup now like you and marcus live together like you like that's nuts. Like before mm-hmm. you'd have to like book recording time and like get it all set up and what yeah. I mean. You can demo stuff forever but the fact that you can take inspiration from a day and then get like go just record.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, pretty it's pretty a cool. blessing, bro. Yeah. Honestly. But yeah, that's the place I'm in, bro. Like I'm just way more confident. I'm definitely dialed in on what I know my, what I want my sound to be, you know. We definitely have like Keith canvas type beats like already in our head now at this point because we know the sound yeah. and that's nice. Also, I want to definitely shout out my my little bro, Andre. He goes by Pisces. He's hard and he's been making a lot of the songs I sent to you. He made a lot of those beats as well.
0: Oh, he's, cool. he, he was Okay, yeah. I noticed a different tag on some of that. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, he's
1: super talented. Like super, super talented.
0: You know, I, here's, a, here's a time to ask about somebody else that I think in your, I've noticed in your circle of friends okay. and crew. What's up? Mike video. Yeah. What's dude. Up? Yeah, the GOAT. But, i am so impressed when i mean tell me the story but to me i would assume that it's a friend that you met early yeah like and when you, you built stuff together because yeah, we're babies dude but the, like seeing friends make shit together gets me so inspired and i was watching some of your music videos and i'm like how the fuck
1: <laughs> yeah bro he's actually a madman he does it all by himself too by the way really no help he refuses help from anyone he it takes forever, but <laughs> but he gets it all done by himself. Like there's there's no one better than Mike Video. And I've known him since he was like an 18-year-old kid straight out of high school. Like he came to one of my shows. I was like 19, yeah, with like some of my other homies. And um he just gave me a card and I was like, whatever, like come tomorrow. Come over tomorrow. He comes over to the house that we were at Reckless's mom's crib back in <laughs> Portland. Like we used to all just come cram this crib, like all the homies and just record music in Rex's room and he comes over and then we're like yo we kind of want to go to california to go meet one of our friends cruise and he's like i'll drive like at 18 like at treda high school just met us and then from then on we've been best friends i lived at his house for like two years like it's like my brother brother for real and he's actually doing really really well right now so, dude that yeah. makes
0: me happy to hear because his yeah. work speaks for itself he's so good it's i feel crazy. like he needs to
1: be like huge you know like it's coming yeah but he deserves like the the most flowers right now bro he kills it yeah
0: i just think like that's a whole other topic that i can talk about but like coming up with your friends and building stuff with the with the crew that you originally started doing things with and like just the close friends like all too often i think people chase like the super clout name and that's cool like for sure they've earned that and i'm sure you'll do cool things with them when you do work with them but the value and like the magic you can make with your circle and your crew
1: it feels like so much better when you know that like all of you want it so bad yeah you know? like and, and it's
0: original like yeah. when when it's a group of friends that are doing something together the ideas that come out of that are unique and original and right. i think that people lose sight of how important and magic that is
1: yeah no this is true yeah because i guess I, I guess i have known Mike now for like like Five years, six years. So yeah. I haven't thought about it like that, but yeah, you're very, very, very right.
0: Well, it's like even again, like I can, I can hear a reckless beat and be like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But like that's that's you guys, like that's
1: it's a sound, bro.
0: It's something that's built out of a certain community and a certain group of friends and all of that. And I, I love that. Yeah, like, I, I yeah. love seeing little pockets of friends make stuff like that and be like, that's all cool.
1: Right. That's cool. That's how I look at it too. That that stuff makes me happy as well. Like coming up we definitely had like a bigger group of friends and you know people don't believe as much you know fall off do the other things it's still love to all of them but it's cool to see all the homies that are still here that will never give up on this shit you know yeah you you know who they are too you know you can just you can tell so like shout out to all those homies that have not given up you know
0: for you has that been something that you've run into like it feels like every time i check in on what you're doing it's a little bit more views it's a little bit more follows it's a little more streams yeah but like have you been pretty confident in staying the course and chasing the path like because i feel like this is that time where it's so fucking hard dude bro like you can feel the little bit of it but it's not like it's like balling outrageous like it's like this is the beginning
1: and you work so hard and it's like you just like know like you deserve the shit yeah yeah like definitely bro i'm definitely will admit bro i'm human like of course like i have those days where i'm just like maybe like this ain't it or fuck this or fuck that but like never have i ever given up or will i ever give up you know what i'm saying but i definitely have the moments of self-doubt and stuff i feel like that's just normal yeah and like especially being out here in la so it kind of makes you second guess yourself more It's weird than like being the man back in your hometown you know yeah. but that was the thing that i wanted to get away from it was like cool to just be lit in portland and stuff and like i love portland and i can't wait to come back and do bigger and better things but it's like i had to step out of that zone of just like you know everyone make you feel like you're that guy when really you're you're not that guy like if you're that guy you got to take over everywhere else you know
0: yeah that's a cool way to look at it yeah like what's people say big fish in a small pond right yeah so yeah. it's like exactly it's cool, but then you see that all too often. Like yeah. I remember so many local bands and all that. Right. And like they never went on tour. They never really did much. No, I want so much but, more, you know? Yeah. So I, I respect that you've pushed yourself. And I mean, I genuinely think that if you can figure it out in LA, like this is playing the game on expert mode. So for
1: sure, not a great <laughs> way to put it. This shit's hard, bro. Yeah. I love it, but it's definitely hard. Definitely wanted to. I've definitely had thoughts of wanting to give up, bro, but that's never gonna be an option. Like, yeah. It's just life or death, I'm definitely not giving up on this.
0: That's so sick. Yeah. It's and I, I like that you admit that there is those feelings because I I find that encouraging. I find when I hear other people talk about it and just being like, yo, I'm not alone. Like there are the days where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. But no, that does not, not, not change the drive of like, oh, I'm not gonna stop. No.
1: But I'm definitely feeling this way right now, you know, but no, bro, no one's alone. Like whether you're doing music, trying to be a lawyer, trying to be a teacher, whatever you're doing, like we all feel the same, have the same feelings of wanting to give up or not knowing if this is what we should be doing. It's just, it'll be dumb to act like we don't all feel like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's cool. Like, again, for me, I'm really excited to sit down and be talking to you right now because I have seen this growth like ever since Marcus told me about you. I keep switching between Reckless and Marcus. So yeah, for a bro, listener, I do the same I, thing. People be like, whoo, who?" Yeah, it's <laughs> the same person. It's yeah. just me switching. But like since then, keeping an eye and seeing, just like really being social media friends and all that. Like it really feels like it's starting to grow. And you know, like you'll see, like your first videos premiere on Elevator. And it's like, yeah. all right, all right, there's some views. And then you'll put something out. And it's like, I think you had a song hit a million and yeah, like, yeah. like those little things. And I'm like, okay, I see you, I yeah, see you. It and sight. it's it's really cool to me to talk to artists like exactly where you're at, because this is like the beginning. yeah, And it's so exciting because now you have that platform, you have that audience and when you start to put stuff out it gets noticed and mm-hmm. you know the good work speaks for itself do you think uh, what are your thoughts on touring because I love it yeah i ha- love
1: performing that's like where i really really shine yeah. is me on stage honestly like that's my thing i've been on two tours so far i was on a tour with Marty Grimes oh i'm familiar yeah he like he took me on my first tour and then also did like the West Wing with Ski Mask, God. Did you and, really? Yeah, and Illcrest and them. Shout out to all of them. Yeah, oh, Illcrest took me with them. We went to like Canada and it was lit. It was very, very late, actually. And that was fun. I'm shows, man. Like, I just did a show in Kansas with Swayco and Damien Styles. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of Damien Styles yet?
0: I only threw you. Only, okay, well, yeah.
1: You got to check him out, bro. Damien's the man. Yeah. Yeah, whoa. he's so cold for real. Uh,
0: did you guys know each other before that show?
1: Yeah, we knew each other via internet and then we met when he came to LA one time for a show that he had. And then um, she was like, you want to do the show in Kansas? I was like, fuck yeah.
0: A fucking random show in Kansas. Bro, Kansas is lit too. Like
1: I will go back any time of the week. I love Kansas.
0: Might as well call you Keith Kansas, (laughs) am I right? (laughs) Welcome to where all my friends, you did this. (laughs) Uh, I'm so sorry. No, that's awesome. So like, how, like, you feel good performing your stuff now. Like, what's Hell the yeah. what's the dream? Because are you are you doing it solo right now? Like, would you do it with a band? How would how would you build that perfect world live show?
1: Shoot. So first things first is I have a DJ called DJ Might Do Something. Okay. That's my boy Rand. He's up in Chicago, and we would have to figure out. I've I've thought about this too because the way the direction my music is going to, it's definitely more live band vibes, and like that's the the lane I want to jump into. Like I want to really be taken seriously in that matter. Like um, I don't know how to explain it, but there's like certain artists and they're in a certain lane that i really love and i wanted to be kind of put in that pocket yeah um it'd be i cannot cut him out though yeah yeah and it's kind of hard to have like a like a rap dj you know
0: i mean what i'm doing if we're if we're going back to the og days did lincoln park not do it
1: they had a whole dj yeah
0: and full band how do they do it I mean, I'd have to watch videos. Yeah, and I'm that, gonna have to but... watch videos
1: too. Cause he can't go anywhere. That's my one thing. Like he has to stay with me, you know?
0: Oh, I thought you were saying he can't leave Chicago. I'm like, I don't know how that works, No, man. no, no. I meant
1: like, <laughs> outside of like, you know, like on the stage, like he has to be there, yeah. so. But
0: like, okay, again, I feel like this is what's so cool. It's we can like do whatever we want. Yeah, there's like, not rules, yeah. like fuck it. Try yeah. anything, yeah. do whatever.
1: Yeah, no, we could. Honestly, we could. Um, yeah, I'd want a live band, that's sick. I've been trying to learn the guitar myself. Nice. Um, it will be sick as fuck to have a live band. As long as TJ might do something that's involved, yeah, fuck yeah, that'd be crazy, dude. I,
0: I just think that that's so cool. Like I had a 44 Phantom on the podcast a couple oh. months ago now, and that was something that really got me thinking about the whole next wave of music to come. Is we had like this whole gap of no live music, yeah, and we have this whole resurgence and this whole new wave of artists. So there's going to be touring and there's going to be a yeah. whole new a wave lot of, of artists announced. touring. Yeah. And I'm so excited to see what some of these artists are doing when they do get the chance to get out on the road and to play live. Because to be honest, I think some will fail. I think some will realize that all they did was have moments on TikTok and... Right. work with producers that could make anyone sound good and it's not going to translate and then i think there's the real entertainers and the real performers yeah, yeah and i think that there will be a whole new wave of people innovating and creating and doing really cool shit live so i was curious what your take was
1: so my take on that is that you're 100 percent right and it's going to be obvious to see who are the people that take the entertainment part and like entertaining people in the crowds and stuff seriously over the people that don't yeah but i don't know if they're necessarily going to do bad because like we are in the era where like TikTok is ruling like the internet rules like do people even really give a fuck like i don't know they'll probably be like man that show sucks but then they'll still like go you they know they
0: just go for the selfie and exactly yeah. like it's the internet I, yeah. so
1: I don't know but i know that it's definitely like you're saying you're going to see the people that are asked and the people that are that take that shit seriously for real yeah. and i definitely take the performing side really really serious well i mean sure. it's cool too to that's hear. the best part yeah, like, that's the best part. Yeah. yeah, that
0: energy like that. Nothing it just, beats it. Exactly. It's the best high ever, bro. But it's cool, too, that you've experienced that with such rad acts already. Like, yeah, I've never been to a ski mask show, but i best I'll tell shows. you that's insane.
1: Epic, like chaos. Yeah. It doesn't matter, like, who you are. Like, I could throw my five-year-old nephew on the stage <laughs> and the crowd's going to go dumb because, like, they're just already there to just fuck shit up. Like, yes. the the energy that he's created around his whole fan base is just like forever. Like they're just going to be forever lit. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: so sick. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's really cool. Did I like miss anything in your story of the come up? Like, I feel like we were, Hell well, yeah, like, like we were so in it and we were yeah. just going in all these different pockets, but like, yeah. I, I really do get excited to like fully understand these stories and all that. Like, is there, is there any pocket that we, we should have dug into a little bit more? Hmm.
1: I mean, it was like it's still a come-up right now. Just the earlier days were more modeling stuff, not really knowing where I was as an artist at all. Yeah. This is a time that I know who I am as an artist.
0: When did that change?
1: Hmm. I think it was changing over the last like two years, but when did it super change? <sighs> Pandemic, huh? Yeah. Pandemic kind of switched around a lot of shit shit for me, I guess. Yeah. I think it the pandemic gave me time to, like, kind of really, really separate away from, like, anything and everything that I didn't want to have necessarily around me at the time. Like, like I wasn't going out to these clubs, hearing this songs, going to these parties, being around these people. Like, I was really just cooped up. And, like, I don't know. I just, I kind of dove into music and just dove into myself. I feel like that's just a good, that was a good time, you could say. But there was definitely a time where I knew that I was going to turn it up just in, in general and do this music. That's, that's when I was, like, 20 or something, like. Yeah. My best friend and I'm going to jail for like four years. He actually gets out in like 18 days. Yo. Yeah, that's lit. Sick.
0: Back up home in Portland. Yeah, Park? in
1: Portland. Free half, man. I'm literally about to come see you in like Damn. two weeks. But when he went to jail, it just changed my whole mindset. I was like, this is, it. I'm doing this, you know? Really? Like, this is happening.
0: Was it like just because like seeing that like it's a blessing to be able to go do your own shit and have the ability to hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just felt like we all, because he was a part of the early come up of things and like the dreams and we all were boosting that. When yeah, like I got taken from him, I just kind of felt like I had to do it. Yeah. Like, and I wanted to do it and I really, really believed in it and believe in it still. But that was just a time in my life where I, I knew like a lot changed for me. And then musically, a lot changed for me within the last year and a half or so. Yeah. For sure. Yeah
0: it's cool because it's from my side again kind of outside looking in i feel like something changed but i can't put my finger on it because i haven't known you for long enough throughout all, something definitely
1: changed like i don't know whether it's just like growing up and really really being true to myself i don't know but you're definitely right yeah which is it's good though you're supposed to change you're supposed to evolve i
0: deeply deeply believe that
1: i was like what are you doing you know
0: yeah. I, I sometimes struggle with that too like i fucking hate change it's annoying I, it's like certain sucks. things like it's so uncomfortable right when you think you have something mastered right, Andrew, I feel the like, same. right? yeah
1: because yeah but that's that growth you i kind of run it.
0: away from change sometimes yeah but
1: it's inevitable
0: you know yeah Who it's wants- it's yeah. so bittersweet like you need it and like if you're gonna grow and if you're gonna advance like It's that good feeling, like Mm -hmm. that uncomfortable. You're like, damn it, like we just had it perfect and you got to change it up a little bit. Yeah, it's annoying. But I think that that's what makes people grow and all that. But
1: yeah, like I guess when you're like looking at it, like when it's currently happening, it's like annoying. But like looking back on it, it's like, yeah, like this was so necessary. Right. And like I would never want to be in that place. Right. The place I'm in now.
0: Yeah. Had you not experienced everything you had, you wouldn't be this artist that's sitting down talking to me right now. Exactly. But all of it that led up to here there were probably some very annoying moments
1: yeah for sure crazy stuff like a lot of crazy stuff's happened in life honestly and lately i've been like taking a step back and like looking at all of it
0: did you get into trouble as a kid like your friend went to jail like were you in spots where you're like fuck that could have been me
1: yeah death really i was getting a lot of trouble just being bored like honestly like i didn't even have like reasons to be doing half the shit i was doing it was just being bored. And like, I don't know what I was thinking all the time, times, but I'm definitely blessed to be where I'm at, like, yeah. in life. 110%. Yeah, happy that I've been able to stay out of trouble despite all like the crazy things I've done. Yeah. Definitely, you know, the situation with my other friend though, it's a little different. Like we're older and stuff, but he's good, man. He makes music too. He's really, really talented.
0: Damn, sick. Yeah,
1: he's so good. But that, he,
0: That's the friend getting out of jail?
1: 18 days, yeah.
0: Yo. Wait, he's making music in jail?
1: No, like he makes music like before he went to jail. So like when he gets out, he's definitely going to go back to school. Oh, like it. nothing's changed with him either, so.
0: That's cool. That's super cool. Yeah. Another thing that I like to do to kind of like conclude is to like look back and again it's so funny because you're so early in the journey yeah but like if you were to go back to any spot of your career Mm -hmm. is there a specific spot that you would go to and do something differently like do you wish you got into music early do you feel like that's part of the journey do you wish you had been a certain way like just like would you have gone back to any moment and done anything differently or was this all how it was supposed to be
1: i think it's all how it's supposed to be But would I go back like with cheat codes? Yeah, like for sure. Like I would have started music way earlier. Yeah. Yes, 110%. Probably would have dropped a lot more music when I had a a certain level of buzz, maybe like uh, before the pandemic. I probably would have dropped more. I probably would have dropped more music during the pandemic.
0: Interesting. Like you feel like looking back in hindsight, you slowed down when you shouldn't have? Yeah. Oh. But I'm not worried about it like
1: that. Yeah. But that's the only thing. Looking back on, it, I think I would just drop more music. Like I just want to drop more music. I just want to drop music. I want people to like feel how I feel. I want to be feel understood. You know. I I want people to genuinely listen to my music and just feel better. You know. Yeah. I feel like they're not alone. Like I really just have I feel like I have so much to put out there that people just haven't heard. So
0: I actually love that you said that because I think that some artists and the old way of thinking about releasing music was like making it so precious and building a whole plan and a debut for this and this and this. And I think now it is a space where you can just kind of like drop stuff and see yeah, if it works. And hundred percent. so is that like more of the strategy now going forward? Like you'll be a little more regular with it.
1: Yeah, definitely more regular, like less overthinking. Cause there's nothing to overthink about. Like I just did a lot of overthinking for a long time with my songs and honestly I'm fine with that too because I feel like I just knew the place I wanted to get to sonically yeah. and we're really starting to touch that so yeah. I think when I drop it it's all gonna matter it be it's all gonna make sense and matter so much more
0: yeah I like that yeah is there anything to shout out right now like do you have anything queued up ready to go um what should people pay attention to
1: I literally just dropped this video um called falling in love shot by Mike video yeah pre- produced by reckless and Felix Snow and it's it's like I swear man it's the craziest video ever especially the craziest video I've ever had I want everyone to go check that out. That's the main thing I want people to check out.
0: Am I mixing it up, or is it the one where you're walking through a field and you're like holding a balloon clock and shit? Yeah, Yeah, dude, what the fuck, bro? It's like (laughs) that's that's where I saw that. That was my first Mike video that I saw, and I was like, "What is going on here? How are they doing
1: this?" He's so talented, bro. He really just drew X's on a balloon, went to a field, and just like. He's like, pretend like you're in Alice in Wonderland or some shit. I was like, let's get it.
0: Dude, it was so sick. Yeah. That's cool. I hope you guys do continue to do more and more together.
1: Yeah, bro. I have to shoot another video with him. I know... um we our schedules are both so different, but we're definitely gonna have multiple videos. Like I don't think we'll ever stop working together.
0: That's good. That's good. Is he out in Portland still?
1: Yeah, he loves it there. Yeah. He's more of the like have a home base than fly out to wherever type of guy. Yeah, but that's i have trying to get him to move out here a million times. He could if he wanted to. He's just I don't think he's too into it.
0: I think that's kinda of cheat codes for you though, because so many people do videos in LA now that it doesn't it, it almost looks washed. Unless you get some crazy location or some idea. right? So for you, just going out to Portland and finding anywhere looks different. Already, right? Yeah, so it's kind of like to your advantage, maybe. I mean, granted, you have to go out there.
1: Yeah, which I love Portland. But it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like an overwhelming feeling like in LA. Like everyone's kind of, I don't know, it's like a weird like fake competition that everyone acts like it's not a competition. But like they treat everything like it's a competition. I don't know. It's It's a weird space I'm learning here, but I, I dig it. I feel cool. you on it's that. Creepy.
0: So so heavily. Yeah. That's like the the dream that I've always had for this podcast is like I just want to have a place where if I believe in an artist, we can just sit down and talk, and hopefully, just that discussion can help a little bit yeah. in that process of the come up, and like be a couple more ears and eyes and yeah. ears, and like help the people that I genuinely think deserve it. Because like I get
1: it, it's gonna it's be that fucking way for you, bro. Hard out for here for
0: sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. I see that for sure.
0: I hope so. I hope anybody listening, I really hope like hit Keith with some DMs. For Let sure. him know. Let him know he picked up some new fans for sure. Yeah, that would make me really happy. Okay. Um, well, dope, dude. I mean, did I again like if I missed anything, let me know. But
1: I feel like the deeper stuff in the comp that'll all come to light, you know. I feel like we touched on a lot of good things. Yeah. I enjoyed um, this one. Yeah. I just would I just one thing I want is I just want people to be able to relate through the music that I'm dropping out soon. I just want to I wanna feel understood and I want them to feel understood, you know. That's nothing better than feeling like understood. Yeah. And like with these songs, I just know that they're vulnerable and that people can take a liking to them. I'm excited to drop
0: that's a really big thing too i think every artist goes through like making music that you think people want and then like getting to that spot where you're like i'm just gonna make shit that's real to me yeah being super honest so it's really cool to hear you say that fact it's cool to hear that you're at that spot for sure because i feel like that's an evolution for sure like when you become so comfortable with yourself where you're like i don't give a fuck what people like what you're supposed to do or what's in the box like here's how i feel here's what inspires me here's what's real to me
1: yeah yeah. That's yeah, that's dirty. that's the process.
0: I'm excited. It's thank cool you, to understand that cuz now as I listen through all of it it's going to mean that much more. Great. Yeah, that means a lot. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, thank you so much for doing this. No,
1: I appreciate you letting me on this show. It's amazing.
0: Dude, for real. And I mean, it, I feel like it's my job to keep growing and grinding on this so it's a bigger platform so I can show the world these artists that I love so much that I really want to fucking yeah. do it so big. Yeah. Yeah well cool dude this was awesome yeah. hell yeah so there you have it Keith's story I hope you liked that one if you made it here to the end and you did do me a massive favor shoot both him and I a DM and let us know what you liked and if you liked the episode if there was anything you didn't like or if you have any suggestions in general if you want to let me know other guests you want to hear from also shoot me a DM I'm always looking to interview people that listeners want to hear from and to improve the podcast in any way. On that note, something that really helps me and helps the podcast grow is rating it if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and subscribing if you're listening anywhere, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, anywhere. And those things really just help the podcast grow, get discovered. As it grows, it then gives me more numbers to go to people and say, hey, look, this is legit, I promise. Come do the podcast. Let's me talk to more people, all that good stuff. So it really does help. And it's something that you can do super quickly. So if you're down, take a second, click subscribe, write a review, all that good stuff. And I normally save these just for the Patreon. But as a thank you to anyone who does subscribe and write a review, I want to send you some Where Are All My Friends stickers. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. So just send me a message. Let me know if you did rate it and review it and your address. And I will mail you some stickers as a thank you. And I think that just about says it. Thank you, as always, for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode.